This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. He charged me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Okay, welcome back. This is part two of the allegedly Bravo uh, Lizzo complaint breakdown. Um, As you know, last episode, we went through all the facts that are giving rise to all these causes of actions. And now we're going to go through each cause of action. So if you haven't already listened, go back an episode and check out all the facts that are giving rise to like what they're exactly suing for. Um, and then meet us back here. But for those of you who already listened and are now here, we're going to go through each cause of action and read what they're saying about it. So when you have a complaint against you, generally, it'll start out with a big factual statement that's like, this is like the story. This is how we got here. It's like the good juicy part. And then you start reading the causes of action. And these are like the legal theories that you're suing for. So the first cause of action is hostile work environment, sexual harassment. So the plaintiffs go to say, paragraph 62, the conduct of defendants Lizzo, BGBT, the touring company, Big Girl, Big Touring, Inc., and Miss Quigley, who we know is the HBIC of the um, dance team, created a hostile work environment for plaintiffs, making the conditions of their employment intolerable in direct contravention of various statutes and state law decisions, including but not limited to California Government Code Section 12940H and J. The plaintiffs were subjected to a hostile work environment due to and including but not limited to defendants' repeated exposure of plaintiffs' nudity against their will and pervasive habit of sharing lewd fantasies and tales of sexual encounters. 
such harassment was so severe or pervasive that it altered the terms and conditions of the plaintiff's employment, creating hostile and abusive work environment and making their working conditions intolerable. Said harassment was sufficiently extreme and totally pervasive to an amount Uh, to amount to a change in the terms and conditions of plaintiff's employment. So they're saying this sexual harassment was like so crazy and so prevalent in the employment that like it changed the terms and conditions of the employment. Like it was no longer the job they signed up for. It became so out of hand. Paragraph 64, through their employment with Lizzo and BGBT, plaintiffs were exposed to an overtly sexual atmosphere that permeated their workplace, as explained in great detail above. Miss Davis and Miss Williams were pressured to participate in a nude photo shoot as contestants on the show. Miss Davis was particularly uncomfortable. Remember, she was the virgin. Additionally, dance cast captain, defendant Miss Quigley, Quiggles, constantly regaled the dance cast, including plaintiffs, with luridly detailed stories about her masturbatory habits and sexual fantasies, occasionally taking breaks to publicly practice her oral sex skills on bananas. (sighs) I cannot believe we have to read about the bananas again. Like, if I'm sick of reading about this woman mouth-fucking a banana, imagine how sick these dancers were of watching her do it. Lizzo herself pressured plaintiffs and all her employees into attending outings where nudity and sexuality were a focal point and disregarded any apprehension from plaintiffs, specifically when at, oh no, we have to go back to Banana Bar, specifically at Banana Bar in Amsterdam, Netherlands, Lizzo hounded her employees to engage with nude performers. Lizzo hounded her employees to catch dildos ejected from performers' vaginas. Lizzo cheered loudly to motivate employees to eat bananas protruding from performers' vaginas. Lizzo hounded Miss Davis to touch a performer despite Miss Davis repeatedly expressing she didn't want to. Plaintiffs and other employees watched as an elated Lizzo shouted at her security guard to remove his pants while he was being whipped. This work environment would shock the conscience of anyone as it did for the plaintiffs. Yeah, it's shocking. It's shocking. I mean, but it's beyond shocking. Like, I. The banana of it all is really just so hard for me as a person who thinks all bananas should be removed from the planet. Plaintiffs have timely filed complaints of discrimination with the California Civil Rights Department and obtained a right to sue dated July 14th, 2023. Wow, a right to sue. So that means that they asked the California Human Rights Department, they said, this is what we want to sue these people because there seems to be some civil rights that were violated by my employer forcing me to hear about her mouth fucking a banana and that we want to sue. And so then the human rights department or the civil rights department can be like, yeah, you have a right to sue. This is crazy. And then it pretty much like puts you on the fast track to like making a civil rights complaint. 
So they got the right to sue, which is step one. As such, plaintiffs have exhausted their administrative remedies to pursue claims under the Fair Employment and Housing Act. As a direct and legal result of defendants' conduct and each of them, defendants have suffered and continue to suffer general consequential and special damages, including but not limited to substantial losses in earnings and other employment benefits, physical injuries, physical sickness, as well as emotional distress, plus medical expenses, future medical expenses, and attorney's fees. All their damage in the amount according to proof. So they're saying they have all these damages, but we don't know how much they are. We'll tell you later because we have to count it. We haven't calculated it yet. As a proximate result of defendant's conduct, plaintiffs also suffered severe emotional distress, anxiety, pain and suffering, physical injuries, physical sickness, medical expenses, future medical expenses, attorney's fees, and other damages, according to uh, be proved at trial. Said actions justify the imposition of punitive damages in that defendants committed the acts herein maliciously. So they're saying, listen, we're allowed to ask you, the court, to put punitive damages for these people to pay, Because they acted in a way that was so malicious and fraudulent and oppressive and they wanted to hurt the plaintiffs and had an evil motive that it was so beyond that like we should be able to get punitive damages, which is where the money is. So they're saying, and you know, we want it from each of them in an amount according to proof. And they're like, so we'll prove it. We'll let you know how much like we'll get there. But this is what we're going to ask for. So the second cause of action, failure to prevent and or remedy the hostile work environment. And they're saying plaintiffs were subject to harassment on the basis of their sex as alleged in more detail above. Such conduct is prohibited, blah, 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 read the law. Under FEHA, an employer is strictly liable for the harassing conduct of its agents and supervisors. So that means that uh, this law was passed, and because this law was passed, any employer is no matter what going to be in trouble for their employees' harassing conduct. So like if I have a company, let's say I have allegedly Bravo the company, and I have my um, my manager of my staff, and their name is Sherry. And so it's Lauren and Sherry, and Sherry manages eight people, but I'm pretty hands-off, so I'm working at home, and Sherry and co. are working out and about. Well, if Sherry starts harassing my employees and, like, mouth-fucking bananas in front of them, like, I'm going to be in trouble for that. Like, I'm strictly liable for whatever that woman does. And it's, the point of it is to make sure that people aren't, like, employing dangerous people or you know, any of that. It's like you want to employ upstanding citizens who aren't going to create like a hostile work environment for everyone else. And that's kind of the theory behind like holding the employer strictly liable for the actions of their agents. Oh, the the law also requires employers to take all reasonable steps to prevent the harassment But I don't think that's what Lizzo did, and I don't think the plaintiffs think that's what she did either. 
The sexually charged environment described above was not a secret, nor was plaintiff's discomfort being exposed to such events. BGBT management was fully aware and, in fact, in attendance at the banana bar. Furthermore, Quiggle's sexually explicit comments were inescapable. Miss Williams and Miss Rodriguez reported tour bus drivers for sexually inappropriate behavior. Remember when the tour bus driver was like, yeah, honey, back it up on me. I liked it. But nothing was done. Miss Davis made it known to BGBT management and security that she was incredibly uncomfortable with being pressured into touching the nude breasts of a performer at Banana Bar. But nothing was done. As the headlining act of, quote, the special tour, it was clear that Lizzo was the ultimate decision-making authority and supervisor of the plaintiffs. Additionally, as dance cast captain, Quiggles also held a supervisory role within the production. At no point did anyone from BGBT management nor Lizzo step in and put an end to the inappropriate behavior. Accordingly, Defendants are strictly liable for Lizzo's and Miss Quigley's harassing behavior. Yeah, that's what they said. Um, They also obtained a right to sue here, yada, yada, yada. Defendants in each of them knew of the harassing conduct and actions by defendants Lizzo and Miss Quigley. Because their behavior was so extreme and pervasive, it was impossible to miss or ignore. However, defendants failed to take immediate and appropriate corrective action to stop the harassment. As a direct and legal result of defendants' conduct, plaintiffs have suffered and will continue to suffer general, consequential, and special damages, including loss of earnings, other employment benefits, physical injuries, physical sickness, emotional distress, medical, blah, blah, blah. So they have to go through each time and be like, we can prove this count and we can prove that the elements of this count are, we can meet them, like we'll be successful because the defendant did A, B, and C and that's what's required to win on this complaint. Um, and then you are you have to prove like the damages, like how much money should you be owed and you know, are you sure? Because, like, you can't just be like, well, you hurt my feelings, and so I'm going to have a million dollars. It's like you have to have a pretty good fucking basis for your damages, and you're supposed to list it in the complaint. And so that's why they're going through and saying that they had loss of earnings, employment benefits, and medical things and all that because they're trying to, like, say, the, just so you guys are aware, these are all the things we're going to calculate and get a big dollar amount at the end. And then you have to say that, like, it's because of the defendants that these people were injured. Like, if the defendants had acted appropriately, none of this would have happened. So that's why a lot of the complaint, when it gets to this point, sort of starts to repeat itself. Okay. Said actions justify the imposition of punitive damages, and punitive damages are the ones that are punishing. So they're like the ones that, you're, it's like a fine. Like if you have to pay punitive damages, like there's, you could pay a lot of money and it's just because you are a complete fucking asshole and you're in big ass trouble. And those come on top of the other damages, like 
the medical expenses, the things that you can actually add up and show a number at the end. Those are actual damages and, you know, the medical expenses and this and that. Um, But the punitive damages are just like, these people are malicious and heinous and we deserve a little bit of money for that. So said actions justified the imposition of punitive damages and the defendants committed the acts alleged herein (laughs) maliciously, fraudulently, and oppressively with the wrongful attention of injuring plaintiffs from an improper and evil motive amounting to malice and in conscious disregard of plaintiffs' rights. So they're like, they actively didn't give a fuck. They knew they were hurting our rights and they did it anyway and they were evil and they had no good intent. Defendants had notice and knowledge that Lizzo and Quiggle's behavior was unwelcome and unacceptable but failed to take steps to prevent it. Based on the foregoing, plaintiffs are entitled to recover punitive damages from the defendants, each of them, later. So they're saying, listen, company, big girl, big touring, you knew we were pissed. You knew that these people were being gross to us, making us feel uncomfortable, and you didn't do anything about it. And so because you knew and you didn't do anything, like, we get punitive damages. Goodbye. Okay, the third cause of action is religious harassment. And this cause of action is specifically all the plaintiffs versus Quiggles and the company. So they're leaving Lizzo out of this one. They're saying Lizzo didn't do this. This is this is all Quigs. The conducts of defendants Quigley and BGBT created a hostile work environment for plaintiffs making the conditions of their employment intolerable in direct contravention of serious, I'm sorry, of various statutes and state law decisions, including but not limited to California Government Code Section 12940H and J. Plaintiffs were subjected to a hostile work environment due to, including but not limited to, Quiggle's increasing motion to force plaintiffs to conform to Miss Quigley's religious beliefs. The harassment was so severe or pervasive that it altered the terms and conditions of the employment, creating a hostile, abusive work environment and making the working conditions intolerable. Said harassment was a daily occurrence and sufficiently extreme to an amount to change in the terms and conditions of the employment. So they're like, this lady was so non-fucking-stop about saving us and making us be Christians and her Christianity that it completely changed what this job even was. Like, the job we signed up for and the job we were doing are different. And partially because this woman is trying to save us. As set forth in detail above, Quigley loudly and unabashedly attempted to impress her religious beliefs on everyone on tour. When any member of the dance cast expressed disparate beliefs, Miss Quigley would show extreme displeasure and occasionally would lash out in anger. Not a good Christian. Berating those who disagree with her. Miss Quigley kept tabs on Miss Davis's virginity and made it known that in her view, the only way to be a pure Christian woman was to abstain from premarital sex. God, this lady was obsessed with Miss Davis's virginity. Like, let the girl 
get it on or not get it on, but get your nose out of it. It's so weird. Miss Quigley also attempted to strong arm Miss Rodriguez into conforming to Miss Quigley's dogmatic beliefs, despite Miss Rodriguez continually making it clear that she did not want to share Miss Quigley's belief or appreciate Miss Quigley's proselytizing, Miss Quigley became irate, so she gets all mad. Miss Quigley proclaimed to other members of the dance cast that it was Miss Quigley's personal mission to minister to Miss Rodriguez and make her a believer. Oh my God, that's so annoying. When Miss Rodriguez reported Miss Quigley's intrusive behavior to Miss Charlotte, Nothing was done to prevent Miss Quigley from continuing to pontificate at Miss Rodriguez. These are great vocab words in that paragraph. Um, that is so annoying. If you tell someone, like, can you stop? Like, I'm not going to do what you keep pressuring me to do. Like, can you stop? And they don't stop. Oh, my God. That is so annoying. I would go insane. And, and it's like. Go ahead and have your beliefs, any belief, you know, whatever. This is America. Have your belief. But like literally fucking stop trying to make everybody else care about your belief. Like whatever you do is that belongs to you, not to me, not to Miss Rodriguez. Like leave her the fuck out of it. It's like. When you're a kid, it's like almost like the kid who's like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. And they continue to do it. And even when you're like, stop, they're like, well, why? I'm not touching you. It's like, that's the vibe. Drives me nuts. All right. So they also got a right to sue for that. Um, As a direct and legal result of plaintiff's conduct, plaintiffs have suffered all these damages, including lost earnings, employment benefits, yada, yada, yada. Um, said actions justify punitive damages. So they're saying, yeah, you know what? And here we get punitive damages too. The fourth cause of action was the failure to prevent the religious harassment. And this is all the plaintiffs versus all the defendants. So above it was just the company and quiggles. Now they're like, Lizzo, you're back into this one because you didn't try to stop it. So they're saying plaintiff... Plaintiffs were subject to harassment on the basis of their religious beliefs, as alleged in more detail above, and that that conduct is prohibited by the. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. F-E-H-A, California Government Code 1294, subdivisions J and K. 
Under the FEHA, an employer is strictly liable, which we went over, for the harassing conduct of its agents and supervisors. And it makes them, it requires them to take reasonable steps to prevent this unlawful behavior from occurring. So as we said above, Miss Quigley loudly and unabashedly attempted to impress her religious beliefs on everyone on tour. When any member of the dance cast expressed disparate beliefs, Quigley would show extreme displeasure and occasionally would lash out in anger, berating those who disagreed with her. Again, they go to say that Quiggles kept tabs on Miss Davis's virginity and made it known the only way to be a pure Christian woman was to abstain from premarital sex. Quiggles attempted to strong arm Miss Rodriguez into conforming to the dogmatic beliefs Blada, blada, blada. Miss Charlotte did nothing. Pretty much the same as above. Um, Miss Quigley was the captain of the dance class, placing her in a supervisory role over plaintiffs. BGBT was alerted to Quiggle's inappropriate preaching, but did nothing to prevent it. Um, they said again they got a right to sue. Um, that not only did these defendants they knew the harassment was going on because her behavior was so like pervasive and impossible to miss they said they obviously knew because even if we didn't say anything it was impossible not to know it was so bad additionally miss rodriguez specifically reported how the preaching made her uncomfortable not only did the defendants fail to take immediate an appropriate corrective action to stop the harassment. But the supervisor, Miss Rodriguez, reported Miss Quigley's harassment to only advice to Miss Rodriguez was to take her concerns to Miss Quigley. Oh my God. Imagine if you're like, look, my supervisor is making me very uncomfortable and she won't stop talking about Jesus and Ashley's virginity or Ariana's virginity or I can't remember what her name is, Miss Davis. Um, can you tell her to stop because I don't feel good about it? And then that supervisor's like, look, you have to take, that's between you and her. You need to go to her. That is so ridiculous. They need HR over at Lizzo's company because there's no HR, clearly. As a direct and legal result of the conduct, they face damages. So we talk about damages, including... Emotional distress, distress, anxiety, pain and suffering, physical injuries, physical sickness, medical expenses, attorney's fees, blah, 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 blah. Said actions justify punitive damages. Um, the defendants knew this was unwelcome and unacceptable, but failed to take reasonable steps to prevent it. Okay, this is the fifth cause of action, and this is only two of the plaintiffs, Miss Williams and Miss Davis. So Miss Rodriguez is out of it against defendant BGBT. So Miss Williams and Miss Davis are only bringing this cause of action for racial harassment against Big Girl Big Touring Inc. Okay. So they said the conduct of BGBT created a hostile environment for the plaintiffs, making the conditions of their employment intolerable in direct contravention of various statutes. Plaintiffs were subjected to a hostile work environment um, due to including but not limited to BGBT's management, deriding Miss Williams, Miss Davis, and the other black members of their dance team as lazy, 
unprofessional, snarky, and generally having bad attitudes. None of these same allegations were leveled against dancers who are not black. After Miss Williams was fired in a hotel lobby in front of the entire dance cast, and Miss Rodriguez confronted Miss Guglietta about how unprofessionally she handled the terminating, Miss Guglietta responded, We've never had any problems with you, seeming to imply that Miss Rodriguez, one of the few dance members who was not black, was not painted with the same generalized and unfounded criticisms as the black members of the dance cast. Such harassment was so severe or pervasive that it altered the terms and conditions of Miss Williams and Miss Davis's employment, creating a hostile work environment. Absolutely. They have a right to sue here. They suffer damages, um, emotional distress, anxiety, physical sickness, blah, blah, blah. Um, And they're saying, listen, this was so out of whack that, again, here we should have punitive damages too. The sixth cause of action is disability discrimination. And this is only Miss Davis against only BGBT and Lizzo. So at this point, Quiggles is out of it, and so are Rodriguez and Williams. This is only Miss Davis, who we know is the girl who's a virgin who was forced to wet herself because she wasn't allowed to take a break during her dance tryouts. Poor fucking Miss Davis. Poor Miss Davis. Um... All right, so they're saying Lizzo and BGBT knew or should have known that Miss Davis's struggles with anxiety, depression, and binge eating disorder from the psychological examination she submitted before filming started. Yeah, that's right. They did make her do that examination. So she's saying, you know what? You had this examination. You knew I had binge eating disorder. Like, you you knew. You fucking knew. Furthermore, after Miss Davis was made so anxious during her re-audition that she believed she was not allowed to leave the stage, leading to her losing control of her bladder, it should have been widely apparent that Miss Davis was grappling with some stressor in her life. Yeah, you think? If your employee pees their pants at work in the middle of doing a work thing, you should kind of stop and be like, Oh my God, why did my employee just pee their pants doing work for me? Am I maybe going too hard? Am I maybe creating a bad work environment? But instead they were like, nah. Okay, despite being on notice of this crazy incident, Lizzo and Miss Scott held a meeting in which they interrogated Miss Davis about her health and well-being until Miss Davis felt compelled to disclose further details about her conditions. While interrogating Miss Davis, Lizzo and Miss Scott only seemed interested in finding an explanation as to why Miss Davis gained weight and made Miss Davis feel that if she were to take time away from rehearsals to treat her binge eating disorder, Miss Davis would not lose her spot on the dance cast. So they're like, if you just go lose a little weight, you can come back. Shortly after this meeting, Lizzo directed a comment about weight gain being cause for termination at Miss Davis in front of the entire dance class. Okay, fat shamer. That's rude as fuck. That's rude. 
Defendants' adverse actions, including but not limited to this interrogation and threat to fire Miss Davis if she gained weight, were at least in part in retaliation for Miss Davis elaborating on her disability during the interrogation that Lizzo and Miss Scott subjected her to. But for Miss Davis's disability, defendants would not have taken adverse employment actions. So she got a right to sue letter, um, is what it says here. She lost money. She's entitled to damages. She's been harmed um, in that she's suffered intangible loss of employment-related opportunities as experience and status in the positions previously held. Um, and that the damage is in the amount according to proof, which they'll prove later at trial. The seventh cause of action is all the defendants against only the defendant company, BGBT. So all plaintiffs versus just the company. So all three girls are back in the saddle and they're suing Big Girl Big Touring for... Intentional interference with perspective economic advantage. I need a drink. One second. That was refreshing. Okay. Plaintiffs are all working professional dancers contracted with talent agencies. Good for them. You go off, professional dancers. Defendant BGBT knew that plaintiffs were represented by agents and that those agents' jobs were to find the plaintiffs' jobs that applied their talents and skills as dancers. That makes perfect sense. Defendant, the tour company, had also been made aware by the plaintiffs and their agents that they had received offers to work on other projects other than the special tour with Lizzo. Despite being notified of these job offers, BGBT directed the plaintiff's agents to put the plaintiffs on a soft hold. So they were like, at this point in time, these girlies are on hold. Nobody else can work with them, but you don't really have any work to do because we're not using you. But like, we're not using you, but no one else can use you. But we're also not going to pay you during this time. We're putting you on hold. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's fucked up. So they're saying plaintiffs are informed and believe that these actions directed at them were carried out with a conscious disregard um, of their rights to be free and clear from this behavior. And they're saying, guess what? We can also have punitive damages. And we are going to actually ask you to put punitive damages against Lizzo so that she never does this again. All right. Eighth cause of action is only Miss Rodriguez against Lizzo. Okay. So Miss Rodriguez says during the meeting in which Miss Davis was fired, Lizzo became increasingly more irate. So she's like getting pissed. And when Miss Rodriguez explained that she didn't appreciate how Lizzo handled Miss Davis's termination and was therefore resigning, Lizzo approached Miss Rodriguez aggressively, yelling profanities, cracking her knuckles, bawling her fists, and apparently preparing herself to attack Miss Rodriguez. Lizzo explained, You're lucky. You're so fucking lucky. Miss Rodriguez feared Lizzo intended to hit her and would have done so if one of the other dancers had not intervened. Lizzo was restrained and pulled away before she could contact Miss Rodriguez. Three other members of the dance cast escorted Miss Rizzo, Miss Rodriguez, to her hotel room so that she could pack her things. Like, okay, we're going to get you out. Defendant Lizzo committed these acts during and in the course and scope of her capacity as the owner of BGBT. The acts that Lizzo did intended to cause or place Miss Rodriguez in apprehension of harmful or offensive bodily contact. So this is the assault charge. Yeah. Um, Or not charge, cause of action. So they're saying, listen, there's all these elements you have to meet to say that assault happened. So she's saying Lizzo intended to place her in apprehension, like a reasonable fear that she was going to get hit, that Lizzo intended to hit her, and that because Lizzo did intend to hit her and wanted to, um, Miss Rodriguez was placed in fear that she was going to get hit. Um, And there was no consent. Like Miss Rodriguez was like, yeah, hit me, hit me. You know, she was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you just yelled at my friend in front of everybody in this hotel, and now you're trying to hit me? I mean, this is unhinged if true. Unhinged if true. And they're saying, listen, again, again here, we're going to ask you for punitive damages. Yikes. All right, last cause of action. The ninth cause of action is Plaintiff Miss Davis. Our sweet little verge who accidentally tinkled her pants, which we love, Miss Davis. Okay, we are Miss Davis stands. This is Miss Davis against BGBT. After she was terminated, Miss Davis was conf. Oh, this is false imprisonment is the cause of action. Okay, after she was terminated, Miss Davis was confined to a room against her will. 
Miss Davis was told she was not allowed to leave the room unless she submitted to a search of the contents of her cell phone and her iCloud storage. Miss Davis explained there was no recording on her phone as she already deleted it. Miss Davis didn't want to allow BGBT to comb through her phone, but had already told it was one of the only ways she would be able to leave the room. Miss Davis eventually acquiesced and allowed BGBT security to search her phone. And only after security finished searching her phone was Miss Davis allowed to leave the room. Defendant BGBT, in committing the acts as alleged above, intentionally deprived Miss Davis of her freedom of movement by using threats of force, menace, and unreasonable duress. So they're saying, look, you locked this woman in a room, all right, and said she wasn't allowed to leave. That's false imprisonment, okay? And they're saying, and again, we're going to have to go ahead and ask for punitive damages because you bitches are crazy. You're crazy for what you did. So that's the end of the counts. And then at the end of every complaint, you have a prayer for relief. And this is, it has to be there. And it's, you're telling the court, this is what we want. So the prayer for relief is like the last little list at the end that says, this is everything we're going to ask you for. So they say, one, they want damages of unpaid wages, lost earnings, deferred compensation, and other benefits for general damages, uh, not limited to emotional distress, for special damages, not limited to reasonable medical expenses, punitive damages, and for prejudgment interest on lost wages. So they're saying, when you do pay us back, by the way, for all these lost wages, we're going interest taken from day one, not taken from when you guys entered the judgment, okay? You're going to owe us. And for costs incurred by plaintiff, including attorney's fees and costs, um, so they're saying, and you have to pay our attorney's fees back, and for any other relief the court deems just and proper. Wow. I mean, Lizzo, this is really, really, really going to be a big case. I mean, I can't believe, if if this, I can believe this is true. Like, I believe that this stuff, that some of this stuff happened. I think that we have a lot of information that we are going to need, like, why these women felt that, like, why did Miss Davis feel she couldn't leave the stage? Why did she feel that her only option was to pee her pants? Like, there is so much more to the story other than, well, she just felt that way. Like, that's how she was made to feel. Well, how was she made to feel that way? Like, this is just going to get worse and worse. Like, if this stuff is true, then the things I think that we're going to hear about Lizzo and how this tour company has been running things around there, um, we're going to get some crazy news about that that I think is going to maybe blow our minds. And this is why we have unions and this is why workers should be protected um, because, I mean, these are performers. They make money using their body. Like, they're dancing so that Lizzo can be a superstar. Like, that's a lot to put your body through for somebody else. And then just for that other person to have, like, people that they employ be so mean and rude and make you feel like your only hope to leaving work at all that day 
that you thought you were going to be there for eight hours, you ended up being there for 12 hours, and that during those 12 hours, you weren't allowed to use the bathroom. How did no one go to the hospital? I mean, if you made me do anything for 12 hours, I would have to go to the hospital. Even if it was like sit on the couch and do nothing, it's hard to do the same thing for 12 hours in a row. So, you know, whenever she was served with this, which we would assume was sometime within 14 days after this was filed, because it shouldn't be that hard to find fucking Lizzo. Um, then she has 21 days to file her answer. And if this was filed on the 1st, and if we assume it was served on her the same day it was filed, which I don't know for sure, I don't have the proof of service, then when this comes out, she should have already served an answer. Um, And I'm very curious what Lizzo's response to all these accusations are because, you know, she'll have to go through each of those paragraphs we read and she'll have to either admit that they were true or deny Um, So I bet she'll deny literally almost all of them, except for the ones she couldn't possibly deny, like Lizzo's from Los Angeles. So this was very interesting. I think we have a big, huge lawsuit here on our hands, and I'm staying tuned. I think you guys should stay tuned. And um, if Lizzo has her answer, I will download that too. Even though this complaint cost me $17, I'm willing to pay $20 for the answer. All right? So everyone, go ahead, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to this. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok, and let me know what what you want to hear next. If you wanted to read this complaint, it's over on Patreon. Head over to Patreon if you want to watch the video version of this and read along with me. All right, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Allegedly Bravo podcast is hosted, produced, and researched by Lauren Peavy House. Allegedly Bravo is available anywhere you listen to podcasts and cannot be copied or rebroadcast without consent. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps me out. This podcast is made available by the lawyer or legal expert for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the law, not to provide specific legal advice. By listening to this podcast, you understand that there's no attorney-client relationship between you and the podcast publisher. Allegedly Bravo podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state. Got it?